0: Welcome to Two 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 Paranormal Podcast with your hosts Jen and Joe.
1: Hello, listeners. I'm a special are you? guest today.
0: We'll let you know in a second. Oh,
1: no. Special guest returning for <laughs> a second time. So what's happening, Joe? What's new? I'm bored. Why?
0: Because I can't do anything at work. Oh, I don't. You know, I can't go to work. Right. I can't do anything at home. Why? I I want to do some podcast stuff and mm-hmm. all that and. I sit at home and watch YouTube videos, and it's well, like, I need to get some kind of energy in me. I don't uh, know.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe somebody can send some energy your way. Yeah. Maybe one of our people who do Reiki can send it over towards you.
0: can smack me with the Reiki's. That's
1: right. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Mom's pulling out her holy oil for Joe. <laughs> so, I was coming of Should
0: to- we introduce our guest?
1: Oh, yeah. I guess we should do that. Maybe. Ladies and Germs. <laughs> the special guest today is our mom.
0: Mom's back. We hey. got her out of jail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had back. to drag her out of the bar, but she is back on the podcast. <laughs> Hello, mother. Hello, darlings.
2: All right, My precious children. <laughs> yeah,
1: so we wanted to um, do a follow up show today. You know, we had, had you on the show and we talked <laughs> a lot about. Miracles that had happened mm-hmm. um, that you either had witnessed or have heard of. But I, I had this story and I wanted to share it with everybody. I thought it was really interesting and it's in Naples, Italy, and this happened in September. So the blood of St. Januarius, the patron of the Italian city of Naples, liquefied on Sunday so it says the miraculous event took place in the city's Cathedral of the Assumption of Mary during the morning Mass on September 19th, the Saints' Feast Day. Before the Mass, Naples Archbishop, I'm going to mess this up, Domenico Battaglia, mm. I'm sorry, I don't speak <laughs> Went to the Royal Chapel of the Treasure of St. Januarius with Monsignor Vincenzo So, De Gregorio, about the chapel's abbot and the city mayor, Luigi. Luigi. De (laughs) Madrid. Here, we make the... We're making the Italian... (laughs) We're putting our fingers together (laughs) like we're Italians, but we're not. We just love Italian food. And they opened the safe containing the reliquary... Did I say that right? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, With a circular sealed vial filled with the third century bishop's blood... And during the miracle, the dried red colored blood mass combined one side of the reliquary became blood that covered the entire glass. Now, in local lore, the failure of the blood to liquefy would signal war, famine, disease or other disasters. But at 10 a.m. local time, the 58 year old archbishop brought the reliquary to the cathedral's high altar. He moved it from side to side to show its changed state. The blood had liquefied. Now, after making the sign of the cross and signaling the start of the live-streamed Mass, he said he wanted to thank the Lord for the gift and the sign that was so important to the community. This is the second time that this has happened in a year. And it says he was urging the Catholics to avoid the superstition and to see in the saints' blood a sign that points to the shed of blood by Jesus to redeem humanity. And my mom's showing a uh, <laughs> <laughs> picture of the reliquary <laughs> she has in her. Is this the same one? Well, these or is are the, this, a this is on
2: Miracles of the Eucharist.
1: Oh, okay. So anyways, that, I just thought it was really interesting. You know, in this day and age, I think we need to... Um, be fascinated by events that you just can't explain and that's kind well, of what this whole podcast is about so it-
0: explain to our listener what the reliquy is
1: normally it's like a a vase or a
2: yeah it- enclosed where it has glass on both sides mm-hmm. and in the middle is what they're talking about yeah. the blood and uh, same thing with the eucharist uh, they mm-hmm. have 101 proven miracles of the eucharist and um friend of mine just gave me the paper the other day because i had an experience in our adoration chapel Mm -hmm. and we were talking about it and so she gave me this paper at church sunday and there's 101 host the communion that turned to the body and blood of jesus and people have seen it and it survived now through the years in this little reliquary Mm -hmm. and at church um, if you drop a host, you pick it up, and if you don't, con- somebody don't consume it, like the priest, you put it in what they call an ablation cup, in water, and it's been known to turn to flesh and blood. And now,
0: now you've had that experience, haven't you? I have. Yeah. So and fun- it's very
2: humbling. Mm-hmm. And when I went we went back to check it out a couple hours later, because we had to get to work, there was nobody around to tell about it, no priest, and the water is. Pure, clear water when we went back.
0: That was my sister-in-law and my friend and I. Wow. And you actually saw the the host turn into the flesh and blood?
2: I saw after it after it had, all, it had turned into it. I didn't see the host in there. Okay. I don't know who put it in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was at St. Clement's? hmm wow. Catholic Church. Back in the little chapel part. Mm-hmm. That's funny because I always want to go back in there, and I never mm-hmm. do because I was like, ooh, it's so, like when I was a kid, everybody was almost like afraid to go back there because they were like, you know, they don't want kids going back there and well, messing things well, up. Well, usually but. they
2: have the uh, tabernacle mm-hmm. and the monstrance on display in the main main church. And uh-huh. they do that during Lent, I think. But for some reason or other, they have it in a little room mm-hmm. at some churches. And um, you can go and you can just sit there. And sometimes people experience God's presence in there without just sitting watching the monstrance mm-hmm. with the host in it. And people have had a lot of healings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And
1: it, it's interesting, it says here I was just looking at this paper that my mom got about the different communion hosts that have turned into flesh, and they said that there has been verified scientific testing that it is human blood.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. That's and the right it's thing. the same blood. It's A B. It's the same blood mm-hmm. that's on the shroud of Turin. Oh my gosh! Uh huh. They took did a DNA on that. I forgot about the
1: shroud, we should talk do a show on that.
2: Yeah, that would be interesting. They they had the shroud in Monroe, Michigan, at one time. People could that? come and see it. Yeah. Why Monroe? Well, it's like Catholic churches up there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just wonder because like you would think it would be like Detroit or Cathedral, Toledo. Cathedral. yeah. yeah. That's interesting because you know I don't even know where it's at now. It's probably back in Turin, I would think.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. But and there's no way that that the cloth that it was on that was made of what was it made of? Do you remember? No,
1: linen or
2: something that mature that you should have disintegrated through the Mm -hmm. years, and it's it never has.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting too because there was a fire in the 15th century, and it caught fire, and they. The priest put or the abbey or whoever put mm-hmm. it out so there are like kind of burn holes yeah the in corners it. were
0: burned. yeah
2: yeah yeah, so yeah.
1: that's interesting um yeah. and i'm reading here too it says that university of siena there was a retired professor of anatomy physiology and histology chemistry and clinical myocropy. i think it's, yeah something like that He did the testing and said that there were no trace of preservatives in the flesh. It was determined to be human striated muscular tissue of the heart wall. Yep. And the blood was also, like you said, um, the same AB blood and there were proteins found in it. And that's, you know, the makeup of normal, fresh blood, Mm. which is so interesting. And then there are some photographs here of, like, one in Argentina. It happened in Argentina in 1996, and then there's one in Italy, and then there's one in
2: Mexico. I can't see it from here. I don't so
0: have my glasses on, but... About what year did you see your experience? Oh,
2: okay, let's see. I'll say about 20 years ago. Okay. And I just recently was able to talk about it.
0: mm mm-hmm. um, I do know that you mentioned it to a priest and he he said I that I don't know if he when you mentioned it to me it was almost like he believed you but he wanted to check it out for himself.
2: Exactly. He said that, that oh that's nice but the lady that gave me the paper on the Eucharistic mm-hmm. miracle says it takes him time to well, I don't process know. it Process it. Mm-hmm. that's the word she and used
0: just, he can't go back and see the same thing he just have to take your word for it but knowing that right. this has happened many many times
2: right and it, it you know and it, and if anybody knows our church it's it's um not real ornate and and fancy like the cathedral mm-hmm. but with jesus there in the eucharist it's a catholic church and that's what you know it's a why what can't jesus mm-hmm. do if he wants to appear in a In a uh, well, they used to have mass on the on the hood of a jeep during the war. Yeah, (laughs) my husband was in Korea. Really, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and um, so,
0: you know, and during really the the whole reason why the Catholic mass exists is to turn the Eucharist and the wine into the blood and the priest
2: has is commissioned to do that Mm -hmm. through down through the years Jesus commissioned it, and um, I was going to tell you along those lines. And if can. It's called transubstantiation transubstantiation, okay, yeah, and yeah, I couldn't remember the name, yeah, yeah, it's a big long word, but anyway,
1: I wonder if any other religions have Mm-mm. things that happen like that, like
2: not that I know of they which might is,
1: which is is interesting because like mm-hmm. if that wherever they worship, I don't know how to
2: say it, like
0: uh, do other religions do the um communion
2: communion they do, but they don't have. The host, per se, they have little pieces of bread and Mm -hmm. little cups of wine. Uh, They don't believe, the Protestant church does not believe in transubstantiation. That's what sets the Catholic church apart. Mm -hmm. And they have communion. And Mm -hmm. Martin Luther was Catholic, and he didn't like some of the uh, tradition rules, I say. And so he left the Catholic church, and that's where Protestantism came in, and how many churches? There's many churches every day, a new church pops up, yeah. and people start their own churches. Yeah.
0: And I mean, even if so, they still do the bread and wine, but it's different from the Catholic Church because in the Catholic religion, it's believed that it turns, physically turns into the When blood. the
2: priest prays over it, mm-hmm. yes. Is that and a constant? Consen- transconscience. Or no. No. consecrating. What's that? Making holy, same thing, holy. Oh, yeah, okay. same thing. Right. but that's you know what sets the Catholic Church apart. And people, well, some people, even in the Catholic Church, don't believe that it's, yeah, you know, but when I talk to someone in the family, and they said that's just a symbol. That's not what the Bible mm-hmm. means. I said, well, I didn't commission it. Jesus did. Yeah. It says in the Bible, unless you eat my blood and drink my flesh, you have no life in you. I didn't make that up. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Yeah. But
0: that's what I'm saying. If the other religions still use, still take the blood or the wine. I shouldn't say the blood, but no. the bread and wine. <clears throat> as a symbol. What, but what is that? Is that symbol as the symbol of the, of the um, Last Supper?
2: Right, well, at the Last Supper, that's yeah. when Jesus said, "You know, yeah. eat my body and drink my blood," mm-hmm. and and that's what he's talking about the Eucharist. And and down he commissioned the priesthood; uh, they they have their hands are blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, they can pray over people. Well, we can pray over people too because it's a gift from God. Yeah, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they have the power through Jesus down through the apostles. The apostles had the gifts of healing and it's passed on. And Peter, St. Peter, Jesus said, you are my, you are the rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's all biblical. And it's in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Now, the Old Testament uh, kind of fits in with the New Testament. Yeah. When you read it and understand it and I think one of the hardest books to read is the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. But it kind of brings ties everything together that happened in the New and Old Testament. So yeah. it's quite interesting. And that's where you get into the angels and mm-hmm. yeah. I love the angels. <laughs> but I think
0: they rewrote the Bible to make it easier to read because mm-hmm. the they, Old Testament yeah, was
2: translated from was, Hebrew. and Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and
0: uh, the terms that they use were a lot different than what we're, we understand.
2: Well, the first Bible I ever read was given to my brother-in-law at a funeral, and he gave it to me, and it was these and thou's. Yeah. And now the Good News Bible is so easy to mm-hmm. read. And um, when I first started reading, we had Bible study when I was in grade school, but when I started reading the Bible, Someone told me read the book of John because it's the book of love, mm. and God is love, and yeah. so it's all. But anyway, and that's where we were going to talk tonight about having hope. Yeah, and people who have faith. Well, the, there's three gifts that are the greatest gifts: faith, hope, and love. Yep. And if you have hope, then you have faith, and you have love. And people that don't have that that grew up. And on were on church or have broken home, came from broken homes, they are in depression and they're suicidal, and a lot of people commit suicide or overdose, whatever they do, because they have no hope in their life, mm-hmm. and so that's what you and I are about telling them, and that's why people, I think, are drawn to you and Jen because you seem to have what what they a light about you. You know, no, like, no, not not yeah, <laughs> but no, really. They see that they yeah. they see the hope you have just by looking at you and, yeah. and your expressions, and uh, people need that.
0: The how many in my eye.
2: No, oh, how I'm many already. how many young people in and that we know even our own family that committed suicide checked yeah. out because they had no hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so just going in a grocery store and looking at somebody that's got a scowl on their face and you smile at them. It can change, it can save their life.
0: And that goes back to the same thing we've talked about before on the show. That you're, I don't want to sound too woo woo, but your aura actually, it, I believe that love is when two people's aura get, gets together and actually matches mm-hmm. magnetically or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's chemistry. No, but you know, <laughs> like you're saying, you could go into a store and somebody could pick up on your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you come into a party. Yeah, and you can tell that someone just had a fight because mm-hmm. the energy in the room. Yeah, and I think that people that are searching for hope may not have that in their family, where the family is. I don't. I don't know what the, the good colors of aura. I know the girls said you had brown aura <laughs> at one time. But,
2: <laughs> well, see, now I don't get into that.
0: But what I think that is because everybody has a magnetic field around them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that people that are searching for hope or searching for you know peace in their life yeah to me it's almost like their energy field around them is really small and they can't absorb other people's energy and i mean it's just a thought of mine that i have
2: well it's it's a good thought no one time a, a, a catholic man who wasn't attending church asked me but we were poolside and he said um what do you think of when you see uh, Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. And I said, love. He said, no, you don't know what I'm talking about. I said, what are you talking about? he said, what do you think of when you see him hung on that tree, on that cross? I said, a pure love. Mm-hmm. He died for us. That's what he did. He really did. Yeah. He took all our guilt and sins to the cross with him. And the Bible says the greatest gifts are faith, hope, and love. So mm-hmm. if you have faith, you have hope, and then you and you have love. It's so simple mm-hmm. that we trip over it. People trip over it, yeah. You know? There's
0: been so many times where, I know on our last show you mentioned that you took a picture of a glass cross. And No, the...
2: a picture of a, 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 a Madonna, my friend Madonna, mm-hmm. neighbor next door, took a picture of a crucifix hanging up there. Jesus.
0: Wasn't a glass one, though?
2: When she got it developed, it mm-hmm. came out with glass and it showed Jesus with every single wound he yeah. he uh, took on his body mm-hmm. uh, when he was beaten and, and scourged. And it was not the nice wooden cross she took the picture oh, of. Oh, okay. I thought it was it, a glass cross.
0: It came out as a oh, glass okay. cross. And oh. I
2: have a picture of it. That yeah, she, I saw that. Yeah, she gave me. She took her daughter there. <clears throat> her daughter had, Karen had cancer. She took her there, and there was a healing priest, Father Jack Spaulding. And they said when he was on the altar, his voice would change. It would sound like Jesus was up there preaching. Mm. And he prayed over Karen after Mass, and she had total healing of uterine cancer. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh And um, my niece, Norma Jean, Mm -hmm. your your cousin, she had cancer. And Father Rooney, who was drowned, he passed, that married your friend. Tammy and her husband, Um, he said, he's from Ireland, he said, if anybody wants extra prayers after Mass, meet me in the back of church. And Norma Jean and this other lady went there, and Father laid hands on her and prayed over Norma Jean, and she had total healing of cancer. She had spiritual healing because she and her husband were like two cats fighting all the time. (laughs) And she had nothing but bad words for him, and after she was prayed over... She looked at him with love, and their whole life turned around. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And there's many, many stories like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. because yeah,
0: you've been to many healing masses mm-hmm. and seen so many different things.
2: I have, and I've taken people there. I had one lady that was a tough nut, and she said, "I don't believe that crap to you." I said, <laughs> "Hun, I, I know. I saw it. I know." I and she said. I say, just come to a healing mass at the cathedral. Father McDonough's coming in from Boston, and he's a healing priest. And she was standing there, and they have Therese, is that what you call it? Like, Were they? No, no, Therese
0: floor. Oh, yeah, like, Tre- or Trazo. Yeah,
2: a, you know, real hard floor. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: what you're... Jen yeah. had in her bathroom. Yeah.
2: yeah, and father went up to her and he had holy water. He sprinkled her and she went down. Her head bounced <gasps> off that floor oh, and no. she got up off that floor and she said, I believe! <laughs> <laughs> like in the movies. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. And I, you had to know she had such a hard life. Yeah. She had uh, c- cancer. She wore a colostomy and uh, she, in order to put up with her miserable, nasty husband, she would drink a pint of vodka a day, and so she got, oh, got uterine cancer. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and um, people rest in the spirit; it's one of the gifts of, from God, mm-hmm. you know. And and, and it's, it's so,
0: not like you see on the YouTube videos where the guy's swinging his coat, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swinging his coat over yeah. the whole audience, and they all fall over.
2: Nope, oh, <laughs> nope. They eat, he might as well just
1: call Miss Cleo and get <laughs>
2: you a psychic reading. <laughs> no twenty nine ninety five an hour yeah, no, he don't charge anything. Uh, he just sprinkles holy water uh-huh. one time Michelle and Joe Bristol came because Joe had a lot mm-hmm. of metal issues uh, and um, father sprinkled water and the whole row of people went down <laughs> yes. and Joe and Michelle were one of them. Oh, ask wow. her sometime, yeah,
1: yeah, we'd like to get her on the show and talk to her yeah, too. yeah, because they
2: she's had some experiences yeah. too, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So it, yeah,
0: I mean, I was going to show you. I, I saw a video on YouTube, and the guy was in a giant, like auditorium, and he's swinging his coat over the audience, and they're all falling and they're shaking, and I'm like, what the heck is that? You know? Well, you know,
2: in in Scripture in the Bible, Paul, uh, he would, people would he had a handkerchief and, and but he that was. Direct power from God, through you know, and there I have prayer clause There's healing mm-hmm. in them, but you have to discern whether they're phonies or it's real or phony. Yeah. You know, kind of like in
1: the paranormal.
2: Like it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. when
1: you people are telling you, "I saw a ghost" or "I saw an orb," and mm-hmm. you know, it's like you want to believe them, but show me your proof. Yeah. But then I'm also on the other side where I'm like. I don't need to show anybody proof. I know what happened and I, it's my reality. Yeah. Right. And I don't care if anybody believes me or not. I saw what I saw and I'm, you know, like I don't, I don't have to prove to anybody that mm-hmm. I saw it. I know what I saw. You right? know what you I saw. I don't have to have 10 million do- downloads I don't, on YouTube to prove right, that that's I saw what, something. That's what
2: I said too. I don't want, I'm not taking any, I, it's very humbling. Mm-hmm. It's very humbling and, and. I was able to share your story with the lady today because mm-hmm. she had an experience as a when she, they moved in some place, apartment, or wherever they lived in, and there was a little girl that would, they could hear her crying. Oh. And I said, Do you know the story behind it? And she said, Well, the little child had a terrible uh, death, I guess, had, uh, and, and she never had any closure with it. And oh. I understand that. Yeah. And actually, the Spirits of people that went before us are all around us. The mm-hmm. angels are—they're all here in spirit. We yeah. don't see them. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, yeah, but we don't see them. And um, you know, I'm open to whatever people tell me because, if, like you said, if you've experienced it, and you know yeah. your neighbor that appeared to you. Yeah. Uh, I told her about that, and yeah. she said, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah." and why would that woman we don't know maybe she thought I was kind
1: to her and she was just coming to say goodbye or something I don't you know I don't don't, really know and I feel bad because I I didn't say anything to her I should have said something I was just like so shocked she was there I wasn't scared but I was just like so shocked but someday (laughs) you'll know when you go
2: home you know there's a lot of things are such a mystery the Eucharist is a mystery Mm -hmm. even Einstein was fascinating he was Jewish he wasn't of the Catholic faith well Jesus was Jewish but anyway he was fascinated by the eucharist the real presence in the eucharist mm-hmm. so when you experience you know it's real yeah and, and i talked to our pastor about um but paranormal and he mm-hmm. said yeah it's quite interesting he said and i said well you know isn't it dangerous he said not unless you go to the dark side of right. it yeah. and i said okay
1: and there are people out there that do that but you know to each his own like if you're gonna do that that's fine but like I'm not. I'm not chasing no demons down. I don't really <laughs> no. want to encounter anything like no, that. No, no, that's uh, what, like, they, you know if um, old uh, you know Uncle Charlie wants to show up, that's fine. But I don't want to see no
2: demons. Well, they're, you all. know, Satan was a fallen angel.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, he was a fallen angel, and he's. I mean, they're they're alive on planet Earth. They're out. They're in full force, and the closer you get to the, co- the God, mm-hmm. and, and the more they attacked you uh, when I prayed my rosary, I am just interrupted, distracted, uh, by him, you know, and I just, I just, um, tell him, go to hell, (laughs) go back back to hell where you came from. And, and, and I call out the name of Jesus and, and he'll flee. He really will. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to tell that to my young granddaughter who's suicidal, has no hope. And, and it's not by chance that I'm still around here to see my great grandchildren. That's a blessing. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, we all are. Who's to know if we have tomorrow? We're not sure mm-hmm. tomorrow. So you gotta get it together soon. Right. <laughs> you know? That's
0: like the you know you hear the saying you only live once. Well, that's not true. No, you only die once. You live every day.
2: Right, and that's when you funny. when you die and go home, you just, mm-hmm. it's a whole new life. It's yeah. like opening a door and going into another room. Yeah, and so we shouldn't be afraid of death. Yeah but the unknown is scary.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Joe's just afraid because he won't have his cell phone <laughs> on the other side. And you won't have your you know? shoes. Oh, right? <laughs> my shoes, right. I don't care about my shoes anymore. There's
0: Facebook on the other side.
1: No, there's not. <laughs> there's heaven book, okay?
2: <laughs> so
1: I always say, we got to have a sign. So like if some if one of us passes away, when you're on the other side, you can send us a sign, you know, like... Um, so
2: we know it's you and that's happened we know yeah. don't we we've yeah. experienced it with yeah. when when my husband passed we had a lot of signs and and even when we were going to bingo i said okay shorty come go to work ask god to bless us and jen and i each won a large amount of money <laughs> did, la-
1: night before last yeah <laughs> and i didn't and it even- was such a fluke thing because it was so weird because I woke up and my palm was itching and it would not stop itching. Mm -hmm. It would not stop itching. And I got home from work and I'm literally walking in the door, itching my palm right here. And I go and in the mail, there's an envelope with $2 bills in it. And then I got a check for $8 and then my palm still itching, still itching up until we went to bingo and mom and I won some money. (laughs) Yeah. And So I stopped and got home. Mega Millions ticket, just in case. Just
2: yeah, in well, case. I I really didn't want to go out at night because I'm not used to that. But yeah. the girls talked me into it, and I said, okay, shorty, I'm I'm going. But you better I didn't even
1: think to call Joe. Sorry, Joe, I didn't oh think I wouldn't. Would. Yeah, Joe doesn't like
2: bingo. Yeah, but anyway. But there were ladies there, Joe. Oh
0: yeah, bingo ladies. <laughs> 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 but um... but we get signs from one loved ones that passed all the time. I mean, you know my stories with Jackie. Yeah, he gets stories from them and I whenever I mention that story to people I always hear their stories of the same thing
2: yeah people it won't open up till you open up mm-hmm. to, you know because a lot of people say I don't believe that stuff you know yeah we hear that all, oh
0: we don't believe that stuff but you know what happened <laughs> yeah
2: exactly <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah
1: so this is what happened last night so I was sitting in my basement <coughs> and I was packing up some stuff that I sold on my postmark closet and um I had Joe's box of ghost hunting equipment there. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to take this new spirit box. I bought him a new spirit box, SB7, or whatever it's called, from Ghost Stop. And I was like, I'm going to try this because I never even yeah. turned it on. I used the old one when we went ghost hunting last weekend. And so I was like, oh, I'm just playing with it. And so I had it on and <clears throat> I was sitting there listening. And I'm like, okay, well, if there's anybody here, you know, you could say something. And my friend David's voice came over and said, Hi, Jen. Clear as day, and I could oh my kick myself because I didn't record it. Yeah, I didn't have my phone recording it, and it was his voice, clear as day, and I was like,
2: oh my God. David that <laughs> died of brain tumor. Oh my
1: goodness, yeah. that's exciting. yeah, it was his voice, so, just yeah. like you heard Jackie's yeah. voice,
0: and just like we said earlier,
1: and Dad's voice. You may not
0: have it tone. recorded, but it's a personal experience that you that you know happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it goes back to the same <laughs> thing we were talking about in the class is with the paranormal. The more we know, the less we know. Yeah. To the point where it's almost like we can say we don't know anything about the paranormal because we can't prove it. You can't go back and make that same thing happen again in front of someone. Right. But it's a personal experience that you know happened, but you just can't prove it.
1: And then I'm sitting there and I hear the loudest BAM on my up from upstairs. I mean, loud. Like, it. I almost fell out of the seat. <laughs> Luckily, there were guardrails on the seat. I <laughs> fell out. And I was like, what the heck was that? And, you know, like, my upstairs carpeted, the bedrooms are carpeted. The, mm-hmm. And I was like, nothing. So I go up in the kitchen, and there's nothing on the kitchen floor. I'm like, what the heck? And I looked all over the house, couldn't figure it out. Here, I went in the bathroom, and one of my wooden plaques, I have those like command strips. Oh. They must have, like, you know how it, they dry out or whatever, and my wooden thing had fallen on the bathroom floor, and it's <laughs> it's like slate tile, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, mystery solved, but it scared the bejesus out because I had the spirit box on, and I just hear some ghost voice, and I'm like,
2: oh my god, <laughs> I was you, like, you, oh you know Lord, what? When, I, when when you when you yeah, when you are aware of of the spirit all around you, the spirit world. There's so much to learn and, and yeah. know and just think. Um,
1: and people, like all our yeah. people on the other side. You I know, because like I was just thinking last night when I was sitting there, I was thinking, because I turned that on, I was like, oh, I want to hear from Jeannie and Dottie and Aunt Lorna. You know, I'm like, oh I, my goodness. You know, I don't think about them all the time, mm-hmm. but then when I do think, I'm like, oh my God, I miss them so much. You yeah. know, uh-huh. how fun, how much fun we had with, uh, with Dottie and the cousins. Yeah, and, they, had,
2: they had a show on. Um, it was National uh, Down Syndrome Day, uh-huh. and they showed all these Down Syndrome children. And I was thinking of Dorothy because yeah. she, my da- middle daughter let her be in her wedding. And I tell you, she was the proudest young lady, mm-hmm. and she was so cute, yeah. so thrilled to think that she was invited to be a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. And she took that to her death with her. That was one of her most joyous moments and when she was in the hospital in Florida before she died, mm-hmm. my, her sister went to see her, and there was a huge rainbow over oh the hospital. My <laughs> and Dottie said that Blessed Mother appeared to her twice and told her it wasn't time yet. Oh, my God! Yeah, and and I've heard I, I heard people came in this, the bookstore where I was working, Catholic bookstore, and told stories about hospice, people in mm-hmm. hospice, said that Mary had appeared to them. And I believed them. I believed her. and. And what can't God do? Yeah. You know, he he can do anything. And
1: Joe, so. were you really? No, it was um, oh, uh, Josh from Haunted Toledo and I went ghost hunting last weekend, and we we're driving. Somehow we got off the expressway and we're taking the back roads. And I I don't know if GPS just sent us <laughs> a <laughs> goose chase oh, or boy. what, but we ended up taking these country, country roads all the way to Winchester, Indiana. And um, there was this hospice we went by and it was no no bigger than the garage in this small town. And I'm like oh my god it just gave me the chills because i just saw this hospice and normally you think of a hospice center you see these big buildings you know with lush gardens next to a
0: hospital and ponds mm-hmm.
1: and it was just like this little like garage type place and i just i don't know it just struck me as so i just had the weirdest feeling about it i don't know um like you know like that
0: same day there'd that, be
1: like one or two people in there at yeah the same time i was like oh it just made me so sad
0: that's Bizarre that you mentioned that because I didn't tell you, but I went and saw Harold from Toledo, Ohio, Ghost Hunter Society. He did a presentation at the Savannah Branch Library. Oh, okay. And afterwards, a lady came up to me and said that she worked in the hospice that Dad was in. Oh, don't. Get me started. I'm <laughs> started. Oh, but oh, God. but she mentioned worms. the same thing about what Mom just said, how she sees all the time where people yeah. say that they see the angels or relatives. Mm-hmm.
1: Coming to get them. mm-hmm. 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 That's crazy. Yeah, that's well, a
0: whole nother
2: show, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my sister-in-law went, when my dad was in, uh, not hospice, was in uh nursing home before he died, and she asked him, and Barb, uh-huh. she asked him, uh, Dad, do you know Jesus personally? And she said, he couldn't talk, and a tear rolled out of his oh. eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, Milton. and and You're making I, us cry. <laughs> yeah, and I heard somebody told me the same, st- I heard the same story today, and I thought, yeah. that's what happened to my dad. Yeah. So he couldn't talk, but he wanted her to know that yeah. he knew Jesus. Oh, my God. He came into the church went, uh, 25 years after his marriage to uh-huh. my mom and surprised us, and went up to receive communion. Yeah. And we were like, oh, my gosh, and... He was a policeman. He had gone on his lunch hour and took instructions oh to become, come into the church. Uh-huh. And Dick's dad, my husband's dad, came in when he was 75.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> made his first
2: his baptism, got uh-huh. baptized, uh-huh. and um, made his first communion confirmation. and confirmation. And my husband and his niece, his his co- niece, no, yeah, Kathy was his niece, and they sang at Grandpa's funeral uh-huh. up in the choir loft. Oh, my
1: God. I forgot, Dad. <laughs> yeah you yeah, so, know to saying that's for sure
2: yeah
0: so it's it's the spirit world
2: is so interesting
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's so many different aspects of it too right yeah know, and,
2: yeah
0: you know whenever we mention that we're in what we call the paranormal lots of times people will say well, i don't believe in that i'm a catholic or i don't believe in that mm-hmm. i'm i'm saved or that but mm-hmm. it's like it's all the same it's well just, they it's the same but different yeah. Because Father, or Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, but like right. every religion has this belief of there is an afterlife and mm-hmm. you're going somewhere else, like, unless you're an atheist and you think this is it and I'm just going to croak and there won't be. But you're, you know, like, you're ener- we're full of energy. All this energy has got to go somewhere. It can't mm-hmm. just like poof out, you know,
2: <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> like my hair, just poof out.
2: <laughs> well, that young man that just died. Mm-hmm the main, the uh, guy he ran around with came to Rick's house to see him when he was in the hospital or hospice wherever he was, and our Luke went every day to sit with him. Oh. And the atheist said, "You know, he said, "I kind of think that I'm looking, I'm kind of believing there might be a God.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: it's, or I can't it's mm-hmm. words to that effect, yeah and i and I told Rick, I said, Never give up on anybody yeah. because there's still hope for them. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. Yeah, don't judge anybody. That's not our job. We just have to love and pray for them. The power of prayer, that's a whole other story <laughs> right, sometime right. another we'll podcast. I that for another
1: podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, no, it's... It,
0: you know, the power of prayer, though, you, you've been to the healing masses, and that's a huge prayer fest. Uh, had a lot of huge healings yeah. there,
2: too. And... um uh, and it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's just, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, it just opens a whole new world for you when you finally have that, what somebody calls an aha moment. Yeah. yeah. And I, what I call it is that. Uh, I think she learned that from Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, from Oprah. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, um, and it's so simple. And all I say is, Okay, God, take them. You take. What do you say? Take the wheel. Yeah, I can't Jesus, do it. Take any, the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. And and it's like now you got it. Now yeah. I can I can um you get out of my way and let me do my work, let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: Yeah, but you know, you think about the church and you think about spirit at the church and and <laughs> angels actually showing up in churches. You know, you go to a mass, you know, how do you know that some of these people that are sitting around you aren't angels?
2: No, people are not angels. Angels are an entire entity by themselves. Okay, God made them. They have wings. We don't have wings. And when people die, they say, oh, they're an angel in heaven. No. Mm -hmm. Angels always were. They always will be. And when, when you're born, we're all assigned an angel. Yeah. And you can name them. And I asked Fallon what she wanted to name her angel because she didn't know she had a guardian angel. Mm -hmm. She said, I think I'll name her Rose Plant. (laughs) (laughs) And her brother, Wyatt, I said, well, what would you call your guardian angel? He said, I think I'll name him uh, Walter. (laughs) 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 But um, I think children should be aware of guardian angels, mm-hmm. because it gives them peace when I was a child, we had a prayer to the guardian angel, and showed two children going over a bridge, and an angel had her wings over it well, they have no gender, so anyway, the angel was protecting those children and I always remember that picture from a, from being real young, uh-huh, and uh I think that we should tell children that they have guardian angels and when they're in trouble to call upon their guardian angel, yeah, mhm-. It gives them comfort, and Mm -hmm. it gives them peace and hope.
0: So do you think that angels always look like angels, or can they take on human form?
2: They take on human form because we had an experience in in Hocking Hills when Jennifer almost Mm -hmm. walked off the cliff, and the man came from nowhere. He had a, a plaid shirt on and jeans, and he said, took her by the hand and said, Be careful, you could fall, and he put her hand back in my hand. Oh, and he—we turned around to thank him, and he disappeared. Yeah, yeah. and Bill remembers. See, I don't him. remember that at all. No, you were too young. But Bill mm-hmm. remembers, and and he said he had, and he had blonde, long blonde hair. So Jesus can take on the appearance of a human.
0: Angels or Jesus?
2: Uh, uh, angels. Okay. Yeah, angel. Excuse me. Angels <laughs> can take on the appearance yeah. of a people, and when, I told you one time I was at a, a red light. Uh, it turned, the red light turned green mm-hmm. and I went put my foot on the the gas pedal, it wouldn't move, it wouldn't move and I thought, what's wrong with this car? And as I'm sitting there, a um, car came, I swear he was going 100 miles an hour, came through the light and if I would have pulled out, he would have T-boned me, I would have mm. been dead and I attributed that to my guardian angel, yeah. wouldn't let me go mm-hmm. it really happened and um, it's at Right by your house yeah. that corner there Upton and um the five points area, everybody. <laughs> is that what you consider that? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was down further that It's for like the whole, whole area there. Oh that whole, whole area, area. Yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: It's like a one mile radius. Oh, okay. Uh, but that they consider the five points.
1: Yeah, okay. But just so many Unique and strange things happen mm-hmm. in, that, in that area. Well, and, and
2: when you were at, we were at um, Virginia Beach, and we lost you. I thought you drowned. Yeah, and we had the police there and looking for you. And about an hour later, we found you sitting on a bench talking to an old man, eating potato chips. I remember. Were you? I don't remember <laughs> that, but I thought that had to be an angel. Yeah, I had to be an angel. You yeah. you're just sitting there talking to him, and it, mm-hmm. you were three oh my god i was such a troublemaker <laughs> you were.
0: she was three years old and already talking to strangers know, yeah
2: right? that's what started the whole Gab- podcast. you should have called her Gabigal. yeah right no i wanted to call my they wanted to name her georgiana because yeah. she's born on george Washington's birthday georgiana and we lived on valley ford street right that's right <laughs> But what
0: did you, you were mentioning something about Mother Teresa.
2: Okay. One time they're doing a documentary on her, and they, they went over to, uh, where was she from? Calcutta. Calcutta. India. She's born in Albania. Anyway, and they were in a room, and there was no lights. And they said, how can we film this? There was, windows were up real high. There's no, hardly any light in there. And this whole crew was there. And He said, well, let's go ahead and shoot it anyway. We got to get some film, film mm-hmm. and sh- some uh, film. And they shot it, and when they developed it, it came out perfect. Oh. Wow. It, it came out beautiful. The room was all lit up, and it was a miracle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw her at, I did I mention that mm-hmm. tonight? Um, Diana and I saw her at, oh, I was telling somebody on the phone today, I saw her at uh, Stranahan Theater. Um, she came to Toledo. She was about four foot ten, very short, very little. She stood on the stage with a spotlight on her, and for one hour, she stood there and talked about nothing but love. Yeah. For one hour. Uh-huh. And that when she was leaving, the uh, pe- the usher said, don't touch mother, she's very fragile, and we want everyone to touch her. Yeah. Well, now she's a saint. She was mm-hmm. made a saint, and, and same thing with Solanus Casey, mm-hmm. he's up for sainthood. His body is in Detroit, Michigan. In what's the name of the church up there? I can't remember. It's Crossmo Cemetery. Well, I've been up there, but anyway, uh, if you ever go to Detroit, and uh, anyway, he's in a his his uh, casket is in a church, and we put Tina's picture in there because her kidneys had shut down, Mm -hmm. and she had a healing of her kidneys, but she did die eventually of lupus. But anyway, um, his body's incorrupt. That means that if you open that casket, he's just like the day he died, uh, before he died. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. And um, of course, we didn't see that part, but he is up for sainthood. And I have what they call relics, mm-hmm. and I have a relic of Saint John Newman. And I put that on one my grandchild when he was two years old. He had he had um, something wrong with his um, what is it pancreas when mm-hmm. he was born. Okay, and he had. 22 operations before he was two years old. His stomach was so extended, the fluid was all building up. And anyway, I put that relic on him and his mother looked at me like what are you doing? Yeah, And I prayed over him and I asked through the intercession of St. John Newman and you could do that with mm-hmm. um, Solanus Casey too and, uh, and Padre Peel. and uh, anyway and there's healing in that. And, that and that little Jackson is just a little sp- Spitfire now, yeah. he's, he's so cute. He's all grown up. His voice has changed. Yeah,
1: talks real deep now. Yeah, real deep <laughs> voice. Yeah. yeah.
2: So anyway.
0: And he's an author too, isn't he?
2: No, that's that's Colton. Oh, Colton, his yeah. brother. Okay. He said to me one time, excuse me. I said, yes, Colton. He was eight. He said, you know, I have my own business. <laughs> and I said, really? What are you, what are you selling? He said, oh, I write books. He said, I don't need anything. Here's my email address. <laughs>
0: How old was he again? Eight years Eight. old.
2: <laughs> yeah, so out of the mouths of babes, huh? Yeah. You babes, you got any more to say here? I don't want to do all the talking.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm just listening. Um, I don't know. Did Dad ever talk about his time in the war, if he had any experiences? He didn't really... He didn't talk talked too much yeah, until later in life. Um, well, I did one day. We sat. Yeah. And he told me his whole story about being in the war.
2: Yeah. the only so I,
1: fascinating.
2: I remember him. He It was a bitterest, the worst cold they had in Korea in years. And they were in um, tents, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he was laying in his um, sack that they slept in, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And he said that a rat dropped from the ceiling and took his gun and shot it. <laughs>
1: Oh, he saw it crawling across the ceiling. Oh, and oh he, he saw it crawl. Took his pistol out. He said, "Oh, he, that's what was." And it. he shot it. And when he shot it, it fell on his chest. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, as far as um, I don't know, he had a lot of experiences, but they weren't good because he yeah. got malaria and ended up on a, a ship on the way home. Uh, he had malaria so bad they had to put him in the hospital on the ship oh hospital ship. And um, I. He never smoked, and I, he started when he was in Korea. Started smoking, and he died. He didn't die of throat cancer. He had throat cancer, mm-hmm. but he had a healing. But the radiation just yeah. took yeah. a toll on his body. A but yeah. the one of the thrills of his life was when my middle daughter took him on the honor flight.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that I was, just was looking at those pictures the other day. So my dad had this great wanderlust i guess you would call Mm -hmm. it where he just wanted to go somewhere he wanted to travel and Mm -hmm. he was getting older and we were like so busy we should have took him on all those trips he wanted to go to then he ended up getting sick and uh for three years you know we were caring for him and and this opportunity came up for if you guys don't know what honor flight is basically it's veterans who have not been to Washington to see their monuments for whatever war they served in. It's mostly World War II. Now it's going into Korea Vietnam. and Vietnam because mm-hmm. you know those people are getting older. There's not a whole lot of World War II vets left, maybe 100,000 if that. And so they fly veterans free of charge to Washington for the day, and it's like they don't have to do a thing. They don't have to lift a finger. If they can't walk, if they're in a wheelchair, people, Marines or volunteers will mm-hmm. physically lift them and carry them onto the plane and stay with them all day. Take them to the Memorial, and then they do like a luncheon. And they they went to a couple of different places in Washington. They were like on a bus tour. They mm-hmm.
2: were on a bus, yeah. And, and
1: um, it, so <laughs> it's just so, you know, like finally he gets to go somewhere and. If, and he he was couldn't so, eat. We tube feeding,
2: feeding him. out in the field. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: My sister is a saint for <laughs> you know taking him there, mm-hmm. but he loved it. That was like I think one of the best days of his life, it besides was. the day that Joe was born. But yeah, uh, <laughs> my last child, and then guess who shows up a couple years later? <laughs> the brat.
2: <laughs> no, you were. You're all a gift from God. Yeah. Believe me. because uh i didn't think i was going to have any more and here comes jennifer flying out out saying give me shoes give me shoes what's
1: going on
2: (laughs) um but no like you know that was and
1: there was a man sitting next to him who my dad had never met and i think he was a korean Mm -hmm. war vet Mm -hmm. who was very he was like literally on his last days
2: very depressed
1: very depressed and my dad who's got cancer and and you know, doing chemo and radiation is telling this guy to have hope and mm-hmm. and to hang
2: on and. and and gave his phone number to our priest and the p- father, uh-huh. our pastor called him and gave him encouragement, oh, gave him that's some hope so nice. that we don't know. You know what yeah. happened after that? Yeah, but.
1: but he was he was in I think in his final days, and, mm-hmm. but he made it. You know, like that guy made it. Yeah. Got to see that. That was, oh, dad just, he loved to fly. He he just wanted to go on, a, get on a plane and go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So amazing.
2: He got to fly a plane. Yeah. For his birthday, you kids all went together, and remember?
1: Yeah, we bought my dad a uh, trip on a, what kind of plane is it? I'm not
0: sure what the exact name of it's it is. It's a warbird. But it's a warbird from okay. World War II. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, dad got to
0: Two person more
1: <laughs> Flying. The guy went upside, did a loopy loop and dad was like, Oh my head, my head <laughs> No, that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, just talking about like having hope. That that was something he was, you know, mm-hmm. just looking forward to so much. It really gave him some purpose and something else to think about why he's, you know, going through all that craziness. Mm-hmm. So this year I'm putting my Christmas stuff up. It's been three years <laughs> since I've Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's November 3rd and I'm 4th. I'm putting out my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'll leave it up for a year if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> there you
0: go. And speaking about hope and Christmas, Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, we always want to mention about hope, about Christmas, about looking good for Christmas in some nice women's clothing from Jen's Poshmark page. Oh, or, commercial,
2: um, commercial.
0: commercial. Yeah, we're going to throw a commercial in because... Jen's got some great deals, and she's got over seven thousand items listed. <laughs> yeah, um, right. No, she's got it's about
1: thousand forty seven. Okay, <laughs> but if you
0: want a great deal on some clothing, it's women's high end clothing. She does have some men's stuff too. Mm-hmm. But some uh, house goods. Get up on her web page. You'll see a button for play, which you can play any episode, um, all the way back all our, our many many seasons. You can play all the episodes, but look right below that button. Click on Jen's Poshmark page. You can search for clothing by size, by style, by color. Color, anything. Yeah. So you'll find a great deal there and get up there and buy a bunch of stuff. And while you're on our website, also go over to the t shirt page where we have a lot of cool t shirts for sale for get, great prices.
1: Get your granny a two-two-two-paranormal podcast yeah. pair of leggings. <laughs> <laughs> leggings
0: and a grandma ghost hunting shirt. <laughs> there you go.
1: Just one way you can support the show. You know, we don't um, charge for this. And Another you
0: know, way is tell all your friends, yes. every single friend. Yes. Tell them so many times they're going to say, okay, okay, I'll listen. Jeez, shut up.
1: Well, it's funny because, <laughs> like, the other day I, I was talking to... I don't know where I was... And I had my two 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 shirt on and the girl's like, Oh, a podcast. She's like, I my husband and I are going on a trip for eight hours and we're looking for something to listen to. And I said, Oh honey, I got two hundred and something <laughs> episodes you can listen to. Just turn on two two two, it'll yeah. be great. And she's like, Fantastic. And I was like, Girl, we got you. But anyways, no, thanks, for everybody, for listening. Really appreciate you sticking with us this week and hope to have you come back next week. And Ma, thanks for jumping on the podcast. My, my pleasure, everybody. At the last minute.
2: My pleasure. And uh, just keep your spirits up and believe and have hope. And shalom, peace. Amen.
0: All right. Okay. And seeing that we had such a good time, let's leave with Let's Get the Party Started by Dead in 5. Goodbye, everyone.